Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, July 27th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Usually when I'm teaching our intrusion detection in depth class SEC 503, I demonstrate some data exfiltration via DNS. Now typically in order to then retrieve additional commands, I'm using text records. That's what most people do in a case like this. But of course, the problem with text records is that they're not all that usual and are a bit more noisy than it could be. Well, uh, last time in a demo script, I sort of uh, got the idea that I could also do that via quad A records instead of text records. Quad A records return IPv6 addresses. Of course, there I have 16 bytes of hexadecimal data that can then easily be converted back into a shell script on the receiving end. So today I wrote up a little diary around this with scripts that allow you to upload a script into a DNS server as quad A records and then to retrieve it from the compromised host, again, using shell tools like dig and then convert the hexadecimal output into the shell command that in turn exfiltrates data back to the DNS server via standard A queries. Pretty neat script, so if you need it for a pen test or so, let me know how it works for you. From a defensive point of view, of course, just like any covert channel, you do want to look at anomalies, like why is a certain server looking up so many DNS records that should raise an alert. And Microsoft announced that it will unify its different mobile authenticator offerings. Right now, Microsoft has two different authenticators, one for your Microsoft account when you log in on a website. That's actually pretty much the same algorithm as Google Authenticator, so it uses the standard RFC-based one-time password authentication. And then it has a second authenticator for Azure Active Directory. This is a one authenticator where you just sort of approve in the app that the login is authentic. So starting August 15th, you will be able to ret retrieve one authenticator app that combines the functionality of both. It will also be able to work with, for example, your Apple Watch and Samsung Gear variable devices. And instead of uh, using a passcode or password, word to log in, you can also use fingerprint-based authentication. And in particular, interesting, if you rolled out PKI, you can now also use certificates to authenticate via the mobile application. So pretty interesting, we'll see how it works. They pre-announced that to give large enterprise customers a heads up and to prepare for this new mobile app. And well, if you need yet another reason to disable WPAT or the Web Proxy Auto Discovery Protocol, there is a new method now that can be used by a malicious DHCP server to advertise a proxy that then leaks HTTPS URLs that a user accesses. Essentially, via DHCP, you can set a proxy server and also 
specify which URLs are being sent to the proxy. Now with that, an attacker can then derive the URLs that are being used by the client. They cannot actually intercept the HTTPS connection. So only the URLs leak, but apparently the entire URL, including query parameters, which of course, in some cases like OAuth and the like, may include security data. It has been known for a while now that it's possible for a Tor router to intercept traffic to hidden services hosted within Tor. Well, these services essentially take advantage of the hidden services directories that essentially do organize the routing to these services. Now, typically because the service itself is hosted within Tor. Traffic to the service should always come from Tor itself. But if one of these malicious routers does intercept the traffic, the traffic would then originate from that malicious router directly. A team of researchers at Northeastern University now came up with a little honeypot, they call it honey onions, which are essentially Tor services that are listed within the hidden services directories and then they're using these services to detect whether or not someone in the Tor network is playing with these directories. They ran the experiment for 72 days and uncovered 110 snooping relays as they call them. Now many of them are also exit nodes which does according to the paper open the question whether or not uh, these particular onion routers are set up just to snoop traffic because of course exit nodes can also be used to intercept and even modify traffic to services outside of the Tor network. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.